Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Caldwell Medicine Review, episode 58. For April 24th, 2017. The only podcast in the world with only four live episodes left until summer vacation. That's my summer vacation from live broadcasting, anyway. This lovely song you're listening to here is by Kevin McLeod, called Professor Umlaut. You can check out uh, Kevin McLeod's royalty-free music at incompetech.com, as well as his graph paper. Welcome to the show. I hope everybody had a good weekend. I had a good weekend. I'm waiting for the next one, as always. Starting the show a little late. 8.16 is the time right now. We're live. I'm not starting late. Through any fault of my own, I don't think. Internet was not behaving. Firefox is not behaving. Blog Talk Radio is not behaving. Firefox. One of these one of these uh, news sites I was loading is taking up a whole lot of CPU. I don't know. It's I have a lot of extensions on my Firefox, probably due to one of those. It's gonna delete the whole thing and start over again. Blog Talk Radio, for some reason, wouldn't allow me to dial in. So late, so problems piling up, problem after problem. You know, I can't wait until uh, the live shows are over. Now, it doesn't mean that Caldwell Medicine Review will be over. I'll continue to be on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Just uploading episodes in my spare time. When I have time, and I'll probably be, I think, at least one episode a week. Maybe two. Maybe shorter episodes. Maybe more shorter episodes. Maybe one long one. I don't know. But. They will be uploaded there, and they'll be uploaded probably at random times. I'm getting away from the live stuff because... It's summer. There's there's a lot to be done. A lot of fun things to do, and... The live shows will continue... In October. That's the plan, anyway. So, it is just a break. 
couple things in the news. A lot going on in Paris since the last show. If you're listening live, you can call in 602-753-3005-602-753-3005. I'm going to open up the chat here. If you'd like to pop in there and make a comment. And uh, yeah, you're more than welcome to call in with any topics you'd like to talk about. Well, the first story in France... Um, this two two main ones first a shooting, and then the election results, which were seen as pretty big news over there. <clears throat> um, I'll start I'll start off with this article on the Sun. Paris shooting gunman was arrested in February for threatening to kill police after serving 15 years for previous cop attacks and released after he claimed. Scream masks and hunting knives found on him were for a carnival. Oh, yeah, there's another terrorist attack in Paris. Uh, Kareem Sharoufi, 39, killed traffic cop Xavier uh, Jugale, possibly 37, and injured two more after... Opening fire with a Kalashnikov on the, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. The article says the twice on it, by the way. On the, the Champs Elise last night. He had been jailed for trying to kill two policemen and this year was found with knives and masks claimed was for a carnival. So lots of pictures on the sun as usual. Continuing with the article, details have since emerged how the Islamists had only two months earlier been questioned by cops about threats to kill a police officer. He was taken into custody on February 23rd of this year and his home was searched, hunting knives and a mask from the film screen was found by Paris prosecutors. Uh, Francis Malin said these elements were not Sufficient to uh, to provide proof he wanted to carry out a threat of assassination. For example, he said the master for a local carnival. Kind of repeating the same stuff over and over again here. Uh, it also emerged the killer was jailed for 20 years in 2001. Trying to kill two policemen but only served 15. ISIS claimed responsibility for the attack after the killer got out of a car next to a parked police van and opened fire through a window before officers returned fire and shot him dead. So, another terrorist attack to rock France amid massive immigration and so forth. Well, definitely sparking a conversation about immigration. And even Donald Trump weighing in and others. Now, oh, excuse me a second. I need, to, I need to take off a sweater here. Um, Donald Trump weighing in saying it will help out Marine Le Pen. And, uh, well, others. That's the other big news in France over the weekend was this first round of elections. Others people, um, mainstream media and uh, even uh, U.S. entertainment like Stephen Colbert was weighing in. 
uh, trying to do the same thing with Trump, saying, oh, look, look at this scary person. Come on, people, get out and vote. As if telling people to get out and vote uh, universally is going to, um, I don't know, garner more votes for the person you want to win. So, very long article, article here on The Sun. I'll move on to the next. I try to open only one article at a time after the technical difficulties I had to deal with before the show started. <clears throat> Outsiders Emmanuel Macron and Marine Le Pen sweep to victory as France kicks out old guard. Eurofile newcomer narrowly wins first vote to take far right Madame Frexit for the presidency. Of course, Frexit being a play on Brexit. Marine Le Pen, very anti-European Union and seen more as a nationalist. Of course, the media calls her far right, predictably. Um, so yeah, I, I th and, and then now it, the establishment Globalist kind of establishment, whatever you want to call it, seems to be surrounding themselves around this Macron now. As he is seen as the lesser of threats, the other more establishment kind of candidates are out. Um, I think completely, but I'll read this article from Daily Mail. .co.uk, some of the bullet points here, far-right leader Marine Le Pen and independent centrist Emmanuel Macron have made it to the second round. 36.7 million voted, a turnout of 78.2%. Macron won 23.9% of the vote. Le Pen, 21.4%. So, Macron looks like to be a point and a half ahead. <clears throat> Republican candidate Francis Fallon, or is it, would that be two and a half, uh, conceded after initial results sh uh, showed he achieved 19.5% of the vote. Far left leader Jean-Luc Mélenchon refused to concede until final results of the first round vote announced. Francis Prime Minister Bernard Chazanov probably pronouncing that wrong, has called on voters to support Macron instead of Le Pen. Not a surprise there. This is the first time in 60 years none of France's mainstream parties have entered the second round. Riots broke out in Nantes and Paris Place, de la Bastille, birthplace of the French Revolution. That sounds interesting. I didn't read a lot about the riots, but hopefully the article will get into detail about that. I'm interested to learn about or interested to learn about it. French voters turned their back on the political establishment last night in round one of the presidential election. Emmanuel Macron, independent centrist, won first place ahead of National Front leader Marine Le Pen. The result will have implications for Britain. And its departure from the EU, Miss Le Pen wants to completely renegotiate France's relationship with Brussels, while Mr. Macron wants closer links. 
And they go through some pictures, of course. DailyMail.co.uk. Just like the sun. They have lots of pictures. Um, article continues. She said, this is a historical result of France. the French must take step for this historic opportunity. This is the first step to drive the French people into uh, Elsie Palace. If that's pronounced Elsie. Not really positive. Um, let's see what else. Let's see, European Commission President Jean Claude Juncker congratulated Macron on Saturday and he wished the centrist well for the May 7th presidential runoff against Le Pen. Juncker congratulated Macron and his result in the first round and wished him all the best for the next round. Um, the Aymar Garaitis Chinas said on Twitter looking through the article a little bit more there's a picture here showing looks like maybe some of the protests or riots anti-fascist activists clash with riot police in Paris place de la Bastille birthplace of the French Revolution so, looking a lot like the uh, Antifa <laughs> in Berkeley. Skinny jeans and a mask over the person's face. What else? Uh, Alright, here, here we're getting to some of the details of the rights. Um, article continues uh, lower. However, initial election results triggered riots across the country. Initially sparked... In Paris, Place de la Bastille, the birthplace of the French Revolution, tonight against Le Pen's National Front. The crowds of young people, some from anarchist and anti-fascist groups, gathered in eastern Paris, de la Bastille. Oops. Lost my place as I was scrolling here. <laughs> gathered in eastern Paris as results were coming in from Sunday's first round vote. You know, I think I found the culprit for the uh, stealing the CPU cycles on my computer. I think it's this Daily Mail article. It um, keeps wanting to reload for some reason. A lot of websites do that to recycle or cycle through ads and other things. <clears throat> um, I'm using an older computer on a slow internet connection. Um... Let's see. Police fired tear gas to disperse an increasingly rowdy crowd. Riot police surrounded the area. Protesters have greeted several of Le Pen's campaign events, angry at her anti-immigration policies and her party, which she has sought to detoxify after a past tainted by racism and anti-Semitism. I don't have details on that. I know I what I did here is something about her father... I guess accused or, or was a racist or something like that. and She disavowed some of the stuff he said. I thought I'm not 100% positive on that. Going off of a um, little, little bit of memory here. And I don't see a lot about more about the riots. Um, didn't seem as interest, in, uh, excuse me, interesting as 
the ones in Berkeley. I got some Berkeley's in the news again with uh, now with Ann Coulter, and I'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, and then the Daily Mail goes on a little bit about the terrorist attack, which was kind of seen as a or would be a booster for Marine Le Pen. This is a Article on Associated Press off Old Guard rallies around newcomer Macron for French runoff. This is another article going over that election a little bit. I'll read a little bit from Associated Press and their slant here. France's established parties are railing around the man who helped shut them out of the presidential runoff, Maverick centrist Emmanuel Macron. An alliance of convenience aimed at keeping far-right Marine Le Pen out of Elsie Palace. So I wonder what they mean by when they say Maverick. I remember um, John McCain was always called the Maverick. Like he's some kind of outsider. and yet He's now probably seen as one of the most establishment you know, Republicans in the Senate, I would think. I wouldn't know who to place above him in that regard. Anyway, but continuing on with the article, support for Macron also poured in Monday from the from the seat of the European Union, as well as German Chancellor Angela Angela Merkel. I think it's Angela. I think I, I've always called her Angela. And Jewish and Muslim groups troubled by Le Pen's nationalist vision. European stock market surge and France's main index hit its highest level since early 2008. As investors gambled at the rise of populism around the world and its associated unpredictability and policymaking, they have peaked. Now, I wonder if it says when the second elections are happening. I don't know, I'm not going to read the whole article right now. But maybe I'll have something to cover next episode on Thursday. And the last article I wanted to touch on regarding this election in France was this one on Reuters.com in their business news section. French election spurs equity market euro rally. Global equity markets rallied on Monday to lift a gauge of world stock indexes to a fresh peak. Well, the euro briefly jumped to a five-month peak against the U.S. dollar as the first round of an election in France went to the market's preferred contender. Centrist Emmanuel Macron took a uh, big step towards French presidency on Sunday by winning the first round of voting and qualifying for a May 7th runoff against far-right leader Marine Le Pen. So there we go. There's the answer right here. In his article about markets. <laughs> and May 7th will be the day before the last live episode of Caldwell Madison Review. Until the live episodes are scheduled to return in the fall. The victory for a pro European Union centrist Macron sent MS. CI's gauge of stock indexes across the globe. Um, it's got this 
Stock index here to a record high of uh, 453.70, blue chip, blah, 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 blah. All this stuff doesn't matter to most people here. Investors were concerned a victory of Le Pen could put France on the path taken by Britain to leave the European Union. Now, if I remember correctly, uh, there was a dip, but uh, I don't think that dip lasted very long. Here's a quote here. They leave his fears that we are going to have to navigate a French exit of the European Union, said Brian Jacobson, chief of strategist at a Wells Fargo Funds Management in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. This is a classic relief rally showing up most in financials. We have cleared this hurdle, and now it's a little bit more clear running. So, and then more... Stock type news there. Probably the most boring news I could probably read for a podcast. So I'm going to move on to another article. This one caught my eye last week. And I just set it aside here. Sources U.S. prepares charges to seek arrest of WikiLeaks' Julian Assange. Article on CNN.com. U.S. authorities prepared charges to seek arrest of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. U.S. officials familiar with the matter tell CNN. The Justice Department investigation of Assange and WikiLeaks dated or dates to at least 2010 when the site first gained wide attention for posting thousands of files stolen by former U.S. Army intelligence analyst now known as Chelsea Manning. The prosecutors have struggled with whether the First Amendment precluded the prosecution of Assange, but now believe they have found a way to move forward. During President Barack Obama's administration, Attorney General Eric Holder and officials at the Justice Department determined it would be difficult to bring charges against Assange because WikiLeaks wasn't alone in publishing documents stolen by Manning. Several newspapers, including the New York Times, did as well. Investigation continued, but any possible charges were put in doubt, according to U.S. officials involved in the process. That So it goes on and on and on. Uh, I'm going to continue a little bit down. Assange remains holed up in the Ecuadorian embassy in London, seeking to avoid arrest warrant on rape allegations in Sweden. Recent month, U.S. officials had focused on the possibility that a new government in Ecuador would help expel Assange as he could be arrested, but the left-leaning presidential candidate who won the recent election in the South American nation has promised to continue to harbor Assange. Last week, in a speech at the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington, CIA Director Mike Pompeo went further than any U.S. government official in describing a role by WikiLeaks that went beyond the First Amendment activity. He said WikiLeaks directed Chelsea Manning to intercept specific secret information and it overwhelmingly focused on the United States. So that's pretty interesting accusation. Um, continuing on with this quote, it's, a, it's time to call out WikiLeaks for what it is, a non-state hostile intelligence service often abetted by state actors like Russia. <laughs> Uh, Pompeo said, 
U.S. intelligence agencies have also determined that Russian intelligence used WikiLeaks to publish emails aimed at undermining campaign of Hillary Clinton. So there you go again. The Russian boogeyman is back. Um, yeah, leave it. Uh, I, I would never. I never thought the CIA would accuse Russia of doing anything. Um, well, one thing I did want to mention too is uh, that's another thing is seen against or is a talking point against Marine Le Pen is um, a loan possibly from a Russian bank or Russian associated bank that she took out somewhat recently. Um, it also is to note that since uh, her rise, the beginning of her rise, there have been steps to try to suppress her too from um, European and Union associated entities too. You could call it. Uh, I'm not sure about the details on like financial stuff. Though I thought there was some, if my memory serves me correctly, but uh, there was also, what what was it? I did cover an article a while back, I'm trying to remember, but it was something to do with removing her immunity for arrest regarding some things that she was saying or messages she, would, she was putting forth. So, uh... And then one thing to note here, uh, well, CNN hasn't provided evidence that he is working with Russia. <clears throat> um, but WikiLeaks has yet to provide a false document. I think WikiLeaks has, the organization has, has yet to be caught in a lie and the, the CIA has been caught or, or admitted many lies since its inception. So um, I would, my suggestion to Mike Pompeo would be to consider that when you're making these accusations. And consider you know, the credibility of both organizations. And why you might need to provide a little bit more information on why your assessment needs to be taken a little bit more seriously. Regardless of who's in the right and who's in the wrong. Um, that said, I'm going to take a quick break here. Very quick break. I'm going to be back in just a few seconds here. So hold tight. <laughs>
Again, this is Professor Umlaut by Kevin McLeod and Capitech.com. Oh, the quality of royalty-free music you find on Incompetech.com is hardly from an incompetent person. Kevin McLeod, I never met him. I don't know him. But I use a lot of his music for this show that he's probably never listened to. Let's get to Ann Coulter. I did a story about Ann Coulter recently. I didn't do a story, I covered a story. But her speculation of dating, what is that guy's name? The Dynamite guy, I don't remember. I guess he's actually gay or something, I don't know. One of those rumors. Unverified sources, says he's gay. I have no problems with echoing that on my show. Do your own research, folks. Don't take everything I say for 100% truth, but I'll tell you this, I'll do my best to deliver the truth. The truth is I see it anyway. I like to think I'm honest with myself. Ann Coulter rejects Berkeley's new invite. GOP students threatened to sue college, article in the Washington Post, so the whole story here is Ann Coulter was invited to speak at US Berkeley, and they canceled because security concerns. Much like they Milo, but they even canceled before she even showed up. Drawing a lot of outrage. saw a couple interviews with her myself and I um, think she just plans on showing up anyway to see if you know they're going to try to arrest her. It is a public university. So, you know, this is also following the, what, the third riot there? And I... Been following the story ever since. It's been a couple weeks now, but I'm just getting more and more reports, witness reports of the police basically standing down a YouTube video of a guy asking an officer, why aren't you helping? He said that'd be a question for the, the chief. I think the chief speculated that he is a friend or at least trying to appease the liberal mayor The attendees of that last freedom rally were disarmed by the police only to have Antifa show up and the police disperse. Um, I guess allowing Antifa to move in, but uh, it didn't go their favor. 
this time the counter protesters seem to get their ass or the <laughs> the protesters seem to get their ass kicked antifa did as the uh, free speech rally attendees were ready and uh, more than willing to fight this time <clears throat> and we're not outnumbered so I'll read from his article on the Washington Post. Ann Coulter rejected an offer to speak at University of California at Berkeley on a new date after the university canceled her event because of safety concerns and then quickly reversing to reschedule her speech. Coulter said she can't attend a new date and accused the university of continuing to try to place restrictions on her free speech. The student group that invited Coulter is now threatening to sue the school. And I have an article regarding that, and I'll get to in a second. Uh, I'll read a little bit more from the Washington Post. The university first announced Wednesday that it was canceling Coulter's t April 27th appearance following several, several political protests in Berkeley that turned violent. But amid mounting criticism and national attention, the school reversed its decision Thursday, saying that it had found a safe venue to hold the speech on a different date, May 2nd. Coulter and a college Republican group that invited her to reject the new arrangement. Article on the Hollywood Reporter. Ann Coulter's Berkeley speech lawyers blast college for rescheduling during finals. University reverses decision to allow the conservative pundit to speak on campus, but the scheduled time during finals week is not acceptable, say attorneys for the talk's sponsors. Administrators at UC Berkeley may have reversed their decision to allow Ankle to speak on campus, but the groups that invited the conservative best-selling offer made it clear the, uh, through their attorney late Thursday that a new date and place would not suffice. Coulter then, and then or Coulter had been booked for April 27th, but Berkeley administrators abruptly canceled their engagement on Wednesday. That's last Wednesday, last week Wednesday. Citing security concerns, after massive publicity, they reversed course but reset the event to May 2nd when students will be taking finals and therefore will be less likely to attend. According to lawyers re representing Berkeley College Republicans and Young Americans Foundation, or Young America's Foundation, rather, article continues associate Vice Chancellor Niels Gilman, quote, grudgingly offered to allow the event from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on Tuesday, May 2nd, during dead week, when students are not even in class, wrote Harmeet Delon of Delon Law Group in a letter to Berkeley Interim Vice Chancellor of Student Affairs Stephen Sutton. Berkeley administrators originally said the university canceled on Coulter due to the possibility of riots, Citing the writing that caused them to cancel a speech by Milo Yiannopoulos a few months earlier. That was a pretty sick sight. Um, watching females getting punched and maced by Antifa. Um, and then, you know, yeah, it's just, it just makes me sick going on. I can't even finish this article. I just, I just want to rant more about this, like, police stand down that happened in Berkeley. Multiple times it happened, you know. Almost every time, they just let these people just assault innocents because of politics. 
These people that throw bricks, urine, mace, uh, other heavy objects. There's a guy that got hit in the head with that, that U-lock, metal U-lock. Or bags filled with like metal objects swinging at people's heads. And there's a reason why these people showed up to this free speech rally wearing helmets and shin guards and everything else. And, um, goggles. This up-and-coming celebrity, this upcoming up-and-coming celebrity called Based Stickman um, that I've seen. He's getting, he's been uh, getting interviewed. He's been showing up. I think he got famous because there's a really good video of him. He's got like this Captain American shield. There's this really good video of him just taking a whack at an uh, Antifa protester's head with a stick and the stick breaking. Um, and then there was video of him at the last one. And I saw him get mace in the eyes. Somebody came up with a solution to neutralize the mace. And he went back to the front lines of the protest. Now here's another quote from the uh, law group. Berkeley impermissibly has allowed hecklers veto to suppress free speech rights of speakers properly invited by recognized student groups, wrote DeLon. It is ironic that UC Berkeley, known to many Americans as the birthplace of free speech movement, is now leading the vanguard to silence conservative speech on campus. The article continues, Coulter, meanwhile, has vowed to speak on April 27th as originally planned, whether administrators revoke her invitation or not. Saying, they can't stop me, I'm an American, I have constitutional rights. This is Ann Coulter telling this to The Hollywood Reporter. The article continues, and on Thursday, after administrations reversed her decision, but changed the date and venue. Coulter tweeted, Good news for California taxpayers. You won't be required to pay money to compensate me and my crew for rebooked airfare and hotels. I'm speaking on 427. So I get to cover what happens there on... Well, maybe. Maybe next episode. Next episode is 427. I'm not sure what time she's speaking. I may have read it for all I know and totally miss out. But yeah, I'll probably update on that. On Caldwell Madison Review episode 59. <laughs> what else? You know, it's, it's going on 9 o'clock now. I know I started the show late, but I kind of started, I didn't start it uh, late uh, willingly. I'm going to go over a couple articles real quick here. This is on yonhapnews.co.kr. Yonhap News. North Korea News. Uh, I don't think this is a North Korean site, is it? Just looking a little bit here. I think it is South. It looks like looks to be 
I'm not positive, but it looks to be a South Korean news agency. However, it looks like they cover North Korea quite a bit since they have a whole section for it, but I'm going to read this article here. Third U.S. citizen detained in North Korea. Sources. Say sources. Former Korean-American professor was arrested in North Korea last week, becoming the third U.S. citizen to be detained by the communist country as of late. According to sources, Sunday, the U.S. citizen, identified only by his name Kim, was arrested by North Korean authorities on Friday at Pyongyang National International rather Airport on his way out of the country, said the sources who asked not to be named. Kim, a former professor at Yanbian University of Science and Technology in his late 50s, has been engaged in aid and relief programs in North Korea. He was reportedly in the North for about a month to discuss relief activities. The reason for his arrest was not clear. And the detriment was the latest in a series of American nationals being arrested in North Korea. So possibly another way of North Korea flexing its muscle, given the recent tensions. We'll see what happens there. It, you know, it seems to me, from my view, that kind of both the U.S. and uh, North Korea, while uh, still both kind of beating their chest, they both kind of um, seem to back off just a tad. And I'll get to our last story of the night. From People, via Yahoo News, Happy Days star Aaron Moran died of stage 4 cancer, as authority revealed. Aaron Moran, best known for a role as Joni Cunningham on Happy Days, died of stage 4 cancer. According to a statement released by Harrison County, Coroner's office on Monday obtained by WDRB News. A subsequent autopsy revealed that Moran likely succumbed to complications of stage 4 cancer. Standard toxicology tests were performed and results are pending. However, no illegal narcotics were found in the residence as a statement. Office in Harrison County in Indiana responded to reports of an unresponsive female in Corydon, Indiana, on Sunday afternoon. First responders determined that the woman identified as Moran had died. People confirmed. Moran for, uh, most famously played Cunningham, the younger sister to Richie Cunningham. <clears throat> they didn't put her first. Or they didn't put the first in there. It's Joni Cunningham. Played by, uh, or younger sister Richie, Richie Cunningham, played by Ron Howard on Happy Days, ran from 1974 to 1984. She also started the spin off Joni Loves Chachi from 1982 to 1983, which followed her character's romance with Chachi, played by Scott Bayo. Uh, Scott Bayo comments here May people remember Aaron for Contagious Smile, Warm Heart, and Animal Loving Soul. Bale writes on Facebook, I always hope she could uh, find pay, uh, peace in her life. God has you now, Aaron. 
And then Henley Winker. Winkler, who played the Fonz, pays tribute, telling people, I will always remember Aaron with her sweet smile that greeted me on the very first day I walked into the set of Happy Days in 1974. She was only nine years old. For the next ten years, that smile never faded. Unfortunately, yesterday it did. My consultants go out to her family. She will always be locked in my heart. And the article ends there. What I found interesting was kind of um, was the comments. Now I'm not aware uh, a lot about her, Aaron Moran, but a lot of these comments in the comment section were saying or criticizing the media for the way they treated her. Before she died, um, I guess the media was was focusing on or accusing her of, of having drug habits and highlighting the fact that she married an employee, uh, a Walmart employee or something like that, or, or was highlighting the fact that she lived in a trailer, things like that. So I just want to go on or just read a couple of these comments here from this article one from LRD uh, it's got 824 thumbs up 33 thumbs down says so after the media completely destroyed her reputation and dragged her history through the mud they say she died of something other than drugs shame on the media for how they tried to make fun of her for living in a trailer park or history of struggling with addiction, etc. Sometimes the media writes articles about people who die of cancer as heroes. Another one from Jacqueline saying, A lot of assumptions were being made about how she died. The sad truth, or the truth is sad enough, no reason to make it worse by speculating. Bella Emma says, Yesterday it was People Magazine that was tearing her apart for drug use and mocking her for living in a trailer. And then one branch in Yahoo News says, but wait, this one's from Blunt, but wait, Yahoo was already paving the way for some CD and assuming commentary about how she was married or how she married a Walmart worker, ended up living in a trailer, lived in a motel, had fallen onto hard times. So I'm assuming the morons that wrote that were expecting a sordid tale of drugs. Addiction and whatever else their article should have read that she and her husband had relocated to Indiana to help her or help his ailing mother, but no, dig some dirt and make it sound horrible. Just do people read your garbage articles? Shame on you, R.A.P. Aaron. I'm sorry that greedy e-journalists spent more time making her life sound horrible rather than to recognize a loving gesture. Gesture of supporting your mother-in-law when she needed it the most. So. A lot of comments on Yahoo. I guess mourning her to... Well, there's a lot just just mourning her death uh, solely, but a a lot just kind of coming to her defense on how media, media apparently treated her for the last few years. And uh, on that note, I'm going to end the episode. 
I want to thank you for tuning in. For the next week or so, we are live Mondays and Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. And you are more than welcome to call in during that time. 602-753-3005, the number never changes, though it might change after I uh, discontinue the live show for a while and then go back on later, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, but for now... Uh, thanks for joining Caldwell Medicine Review, episode 58, and I hope you have a good night, and I uh, hope to catch you on Thursday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.